Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Bishop Margaret. I do not know how to pronounce her last name, and I'm not going to mess it up, but she's from Uganda. Okay, you're on the air. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, servant of the Lord. Uh, my name is, my full name is Bishop Margaret Kosovila Emmanuel. Uh, I thank God for this uh, opportunity to be here on this platform to speak to you and share with you the word of God. Uh, before I go in the depths of the word of God, I have a ministry called uh, uh, Margaret Kosovila Ministries. And in this ministry, we open up churches, we do church planting, and the churches we plant are Kingdom Glory Churches International. So far, we have seven branches in Uganda. We do conferences, we do training seminars, uh, we do charity, we do charity work to the children, we do women projects, uh, we do youth projects uh, by the grace of the Lord. And uh, I want also to introduce you to my YouTube channel where I'm teaching. I make some teachings, uh, very important teachings for us as uh, the children of God. So you can check on your YouTube, uh, Bishop Margaret Kusumila Emmanuel, which is Margaret, M-A-R-G-R-E-T. Kusumila is K-U-S. W B I R A then Emmanuel. So there, there you can get my teachings on YouTube and then uh, on, on YouTube and then on Amazon.com. I've written so far three books through great great books on Amazon.com. Uh, one of my books is uh, Three Main Gates to Your Destiny. <coughs> This is a very powerful book. It talks about breaking the generational curses, the bloodline. It has three main chapters, just a brief talk about it uh, that you need it. It talks about uh, uh, it talks about the, the principalities and powers, and then it talks about the generation, the bloodline curses. Many of us are suffering with a lot of things. You deal with things, you pray, you fast, the things don't change. But things, the same things occurring in your family, you see them happening in your life. So you need to know how do you break her from that. A big detailed teaching about that, even in my YouTube. I've studied teaching about it on my YouTube. So I've taught about three lessons on my YouTube. I'm continuing to teach. You can this, get these powerful teachings. You can uh, redeem yourself. You can disconnect yourself as God told Abraham that get out of your father's house. Is a spiritual detach so you can God can help you once you know how to do it you can be helped to break away to detach from the father's house as God told Abraham said that he starts a new generation with Abraham God wants to start something new with you that is not disturbed with the past generation for me God told me that until you break the powers of yesterday you can never be better than your forefathers Many of us are struggling. You see, whatever your, your, your forefathers went through is exactly what you're going through. So it is time to break away from all that so that you can reach your destiny. Uh, Joshua said, I and my family, we shall serve the Lord. Joshua had to start a starting point, him and his 
offsprings. So you and your offsprings have to start something different from your what your family has gone through. Enough is enough. You need to check that on YouTube. I'm teaching about it, and then you can check out this book on on, on Amazon on Amazon.com. It's called "It's Remain Gates to Your Destiny." It is a very powerful book. Then my other book is "Secrets of the Heart." That one talks about uh, deep, deep things about the heart. Some of you have sick hearts. Ever since you created, you have never got chance to change your heart. It is too loaded, too full of a lot of things. Uh, you need to download them. So you need to know how do I change my heart and have a new heart because some hearts are too sick, some hearts are too broken, some hearts are too bruised. Jesus came to bind the brokenhearted. So with a broken heart, there is nothing much you can build. With a sick heart, you can do nothing uh, because uh, everything, behind everything that is done by humanity, there is a heart that does it. But many of us already have this current heart. This book was given, they talking about the, the different types of heart people have, and then how do you develop a winning heart? How do you develop a, a successful heart? How do you develop a determined heart so that you can reach your destiny? Then uh, my other book is Your Sight Determines Your Destiny. Uh, this also is on Amazon.com. Your Sight Determines Your Destiny. This one if refocuses you to getting back on track on your destiny because you know each of us came here on earth you came on a definite purpose to do it and then go back to his majesty, go back to our father and give a report. But on the course of the, the day, some of us have not yet started. Some of us are too are too lost even to know where we're supposed to go. As you remember that Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. You are lost from your destiny when you're born. A lot of things, where you grew up, the people you grew up with, messed you up. The things you've seen, uh, the way you have behaved, have messed you up. You cannot trust your destiny. So this book helps you to refocus yourself. Uh, it goes back in the book of Genesis. So God told Abraham when he detached you from a lot that get out of your uh, that now lift up your eyes. From where you are, yeah. Abraham's life was too loaded. It is until he broke away from the Lord and uh, the rest of his house, and the father's house, the kindred, that God spoke to him to raise his heart, uh, his eyes from where he is, so that whatever he sees, God has given him. So each of you, before you see, before you take a focus to where you're going, you can never reach your destiny. And once a goal, uh, God talks about, uh, the Bible talks about Habakkuk, talks about uh, putting the vision on paper. This book helps you to get focused into your destiny. You become focused into the way you're supposed to go. Some of you could be have, uh, could already have messed up. Some of you are in the middle of your, your journey and you lost somewhere. This book gets you back on journey and you really move. I tell you, once you read this book, you will get there. You will get where you want to go. So you can check out these books on Amazon.com. You can get soft copies. Or you can order for a hard copy. You'll be getting it by the grace of God. I know you'll get it. Uh, and also on my YouTube, I'll be starting to teach it uh, to teach these lessons in the later times, not not right now. Uh, so uh, as for today, we are going to. When I was uh, think about uh, think about what I was going to speak, the Holy Spirit told me to speak about. Uh, I'm going to speak about God's seasons and timing. 
as uh, which time he has for you now he has some good plans for you um in a brief uh, moment let me pray with you as you're gonna share this and you've gone a lot of through, uh, through a lot of things in your life and i uh, want to gather up your mind your heart and your spirit so that you, you enter into this with the grace and anointing father in the name of jesus by the blood of the lamb i submit oh god under the anointing every ear that he is, he is hearing whatever i'm going to speak right now i pray for the spirit of the living god to touch each and every one i I pray that Lord raise up whoever is down depressed. I pray that you meet everyone at his point of need. I pray for your healing. I pray for your power to touch them. Oh God, raise whoever is so down casted by your power in Jesus' name. Father, we welcome you. Welcome your spirit to teach us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, so we are getting our teaching today from the book of Jeremiah chapter 29. I'm reading from verse 11. Uh, the Bible says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray to me, and I'll hearken to you, and you shall seek me and find me, when you shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will turn away all your captivity, and I will gather you from all nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. So when I was asking the Holy Spirit, what am I going to speak about? Because you are precious people, uh, you just don't need to hear everything that is passing around. I have to know what is in the will of God. I don't know how many people are going to be helped through things, but I know somebody is under target today for the Holy Spirit to speak. God is speaking to somebody today that I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord. And Godly thoughts are not bad thoughts, but are good thoughts. Uh, we have gone through a kind of situations that have made us uh, uh, so depressed, that have challenged us so much. We, we, some are losing hope, some don't know what to do. But our Father is saying, despite everything you're going through, despite the suffering you're going through, despite the challenges around you, I know the good plans I have for you. Your Father God has nice plans for you. Hallelujah. Whether what is in a mess, God has nice plans for you. I want everybody to say that my Father has nice plans for me. You did not bring yourself here on earth. Himself who brought you has nice plans for you. Uh, this uh, is uh, a word God spoke to Israel. In a time when they were in Babylon, uh, time came, God allowed Israel to go into captivity for 70 years. For 70 years. Israel, and who is Israel? This is God's own children, the ones he loves, the one he calls my people, the one he calls by his own name. He allowed them to be taken into captivity for 70 years. So you're being in a situation, you're being driven by a disease, you're being dri driven by a, a problem does not put you out, out of God's 
God's program, out of God's plan, out of God's mind. Your Father, your Creator, the God who brought you here, is still saying, I know you. I have nice plans for you. Even when Israel was in, uh, in, uh, in Babylon, whatever they were going through, God was seeing them. He was watching them. He did not remove his eyes from them at any moment. Look at the Daniels. They were thrown in the den of lions in Babylon. Look at the fires they went through. Mr. Sadrach and Abednego. They were thrown in a fire in Babylon. So even right now, their situations, their fires we are going through, their dens we are going, we are, we are thrown in, their depicts we are thrown in, their challenging times we are going through, but our Father is still seated on the throne. He has not changed his position. He has not changed his seat. He says, I know the good plans I have for you. He says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace are not of evil. I know some of us, the devil has whispered a lot of whispers around us. You're going to die. You're not going to make it. Look at how you messed up. But your father is saying, my thoughts are of peace and not of evil. I pray for you today that the thoughts of God, the thoughts of peace come to happen in your life life, but the peaceful thoughts of the Lord become active in your life, but you start enjoying the peace of the Lord where there's been commotion. You know why God has good uh, thoughts of peace towards us? Uh, you know the birth of Jesus when he was born, this world was too chaotic. There was a lot of chaos, but the angels when they started to proclaim, they said peace, 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 because there was a lot of chaos here on earth, a lot of chaos. So even now there is a lot of chaos, a lot of troubles, a lot of thoughts, but God is saying my thoughts are of peace. Let there be peace where there's been commotion around you. Let there be peace whether in your family. Let there be peace in your in, in your business. Let there be peace in your country. Let there be peace in the world because God has nice thoughts. He has good thoughts towards us, not of evil. You know, uh, Jesus was giving us a prayer. I uh, uh, was giving the apostles a prayer. He said, when you pray, pray our <coughs> Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we see here, God in his will are not uh, the will of evil, are not in the thoughts of evil, but his will is a good one, is, is in the past will. So we need to engage our Father the one who has good thoughts to us, to let his will, the good will, happen to us as we cast the will of the evil one. This world sometimes is driven by the will of the evil one. Uh, you see in the book of Romans, uh, the Bible talks about people who are inventors of evil. When you find yourself, you are, in, you are in circumstances which are caused by inventors of evil. They cause the invent evil things to affect humanity, to disrupt the plans of God. But once we stand as people who can claim the will of God upon our lives, we can cancel the will of the evil one. So uh, to let God's good plans come to us. And let me tell you, if God says that I know the thoughts I have for you, if he still has thoughts of redemption towards us, thoughts of healing us, 
indeed he will make it who knew that uh, God how who knew how Israel would be redeemed from Babylon because at the time when they were supposed to be taken to Babylon uh, there was a king that was raised king Nebuchadnezzar was raised to go and put uh, to capture Israel and take Israel to take her to Babylon but when the time was over for God to take Israel out of Babylon and uh, he raised another king that was King Cyrus who now came and drew Israel from uh, from there and took Israel back to where it belongs so he says that to give you an expected end then shall call upon me. He has thoughts to bring us back to that position. When you read verse 10, you will see that he says to bring you back into this place. God has to bring you back into the position, into the place where you, you belong. You don't belong in that situation. You don't belong in that sickness. You don't belong in that pain. God wants to bring you back into normality. He'll bring us back into the place where we belong. He'll draw us back. Israel was belonging, was a belonging of, Jer of Jerusalem, was a belonging of a promised land. But conditions had drawn Israel, had drawn Howie to Babylon, out of the, into a foreign land. But by the will of God, God raised a king, king, uh, king Silas, who managed to bring back Israel to Ashbelot. So I'm praying that God raises his, his hands, raises a Silas to put you back to where you belong, to bring us back to where we belong, to get us back from wherever we, we are confused in the name of Jesus. So he says, then shall you call upon me and you shall go and pray to me and I'll hack it to you. So in the seasons of God, I want to show you some things. Uh, some things happen to us according to God's will. And you know what he says? That all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. When you see the situations of going through, men of us can curse and say, what is this? What the hell is this? But to God, he sees goodness out of everything that comes before us. He sees his goodness happening. So he says that because he's a God of seasons, when the season had come for Israel to be captured and be taken to Babylon, even the prophet Jeremiah said, whoever is going to be, uh, is not going, will be choked, will, be, will fall by the sword. Whoever is not going. Why? Because the season was going to Babylon. And when the time came for Israel now to come back from Babylon, to back to Jerusalem, back to, to their place, back to their promised land, the season had come. So this God of a season, right now, because he's Alpha and Omega, he's the beginning and the end. He is a God who is ever there when things are beginning and when things are ending. He's a God even right now, he's speaking, that I know the good thoughts for you. He's a God who can terminate every disease, who can terminate every situation. Who can terminate by just no minute? He terminates seed and then begins something new. Even right now, I know He's a God who knows us, how far we are drawn up, how far we are drawn out from what we are supposed to be, from our real position. Again, He's the one, He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the one that is going to draw us back to our original position. Because he's a God of season. So what I'm understanding from what he has given us today, that we are entering into a new season. If he has given us the word that I know the thoughts I have for you, I'll bring you back into your position. I'll bring you back to where you belong. You'll call upon me and I will answer. My dear brothers and sisters right there hearing, we are in the time 
that we are accepted now to call upon God and he answers us. We call upon him, he say, then you shall call upon me and you shall go and pray to me and I'll hearken to you. That means that sometimes you call upon God and he doesn't even, he doesn't hear. You pray and he doesn't even hear what you're praying for. But right now, we are given grace to pray and hears us. We are given grace to call upon him and read answers. We know this is the season God is bringing to us that he knows the thoughts he has for us. But we need to come back now because he has said a positive word that he can call us, he can bring us back, he can take us back. You know, when the time had come, even Daniel, in the days was, uh, it was there in Babylon, when the time came for them now to be redeemed, to be brought back, that's when now he remembered to pray. That's when now God says, speaking to him about the end of the season that was in Babylon. Now, even now, there is a season that is ending and God is starting something new and what is starting is not going to be to act against us, but it's going to be on our side. It's going to be acting on our side. If it is a wind, it is it is a new wind. It is on our side. It is moving with us. It is on our side. We are going to have a, a positive wind that is supports us, not a wind that scatters, not a wind that destroys, not a wind that breaks, but this is the wind now that brings resurrection, that brings life, that brings redemption. This is the season we are entering in. So right now, everybody, you just just connect into this anointing and call upon the grace of God to connect into this wind, to connect into this new season God is building. Don't look at that situation that there is. Don't look at whatever figures you are mentioning about the disease. Just connect into the anointing. God can send his mighty winds to blow away every situation and cause something new. We are praying for God to do something new because decisions are changing in the name of the Lord. And we're going to seek God. Everybody said seeing God concerning, seeking God according to your condition, about your situation, about the situation of your country, about the situation of your family. It is time now you can seek God. You will search for him and with your heart. He said when you shall search for me with all your heart. You know, in all these things, God wants the whole heart in it. Not to doubt. Do it wholeheartedly. Search it with search him with your heart. Give him time. Many of us don't want to give God time. You, you, you're there, you're doing your other things. That's when you want to, you know, you're going to give God time as a, by the way, you know, just saying, you know, this time I'm busy with my friends. What this time I'm doing my things. This time, where is God's time? You need to create time for God. And then you speak to him with all your heart. When you have shut up your phone, when you have shut up every noise around you, when you have shut up all the social media, you get an hour, seek God over something. I'm telling you, you're gonna get a solution. You're gonna have a, a you're gonna you're gonna see God. You're gonna hear Him speak to you, and you'll see things change in your life. He's saying, and I'll be found of you, says the Lord, and I'll turn away your captivity, and I'll gather you from all the nations, from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. Look at this God. 
is God the creator, the one we are submitting to, the one who is our father. He has a way of doing things, of doing things. One of the times when I'll speak about the way he does things. When you, you, you listen to my YouTube, uh, there is where I talked about uh, the, the God of Israel and the way he does these things. So he, our God is the one who made the Israel to be scattered. So he's the one that you say, he's the one who caused them to go to captivity. And he's the one who says, I will turn away your captivity. How do we know whatever we are going through? If God gave in Israel, his loved ones, he gave them there. 70 years into captivity and then he says i know my plans for you after 70 years i'll come back i'll pick you i'll bring you back i'll gather you from all the nations i've scattered you sometimes god himself this God we are serving has not changed and he doesn't change the god of israel doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What we need to know is how does this God operate? Because if he could discipline Israel, how about us? We joined up serving this God of Israel, but he has his own way. He can also discipline us. Some of us we just claim all the grace, the grace, all the grace is sufficient. But I'm telling you, even when Jesus came, he came to introduce us to that God of Israel, his father. He came to introduce us to that God, which God has his own way. He has own disciplining. Sometimes God disciplines us. We don't need to just be there, just, you know, uh, children who don't mind because now the grace is sufficient. You know, the grace, yes, amen, the grace is there. But this God the way he does his things, read the Bible from beginning to the end. His nature is a God who at times brings, uh, who at times rebukes, who at times brings his own way of, of disciplining. He's a discipliner. Here he took Israel, 70 years in captivity, to discipline Israel. And that was not all the time. When you read the Bible, many times we discipline Israel. So don't think that as of our generation, we are going to just mess ourselves the way we want and we are not disciplined. This God we connected it to is a discipliner. And many of us, are, uh, we don't take it like Jesus died for us. You know, for us it's okay. You know, we can you know mess up the way we want. No. Jesus, what he did to us was to give us a connection to be also standing in that position as Israel stands in before this God of Israel, to be called his children, to be called, and we call him a father. But a father and children, when you look at their relationship, there is a disciplinary issue between the two. So we sometimes most of the conditions, most of the situations that come before us, it's not that he's deaf, it's not that he's blind, it's not that he's not seeing. He sees everything. These are God who puts us to a test. That's why even Jesus said that pray that don't lead us into temptations, but deliver us from evil. Why? Would Jesus tell the apostles that when you pray, say, don't lead us into temptations, but deliver us from evil. Why? And who was he? Who was he saying not to lead us into temptations? That God, this that means this God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
Our Father today is a God who can lead us with temptations to test us, to check us. That's why Jesus said, but they always pray that don't lead us. Lord, don't lead me to this temptation. Don't lead me to this temptation. That prayer, Jesus left it there. And you yourself daily, you have to God before him say, Father, don't lead me to temptations this day. Deliver me from all sorts of evil. Because the evil is moving around. The evil is moving around. You cannot be there when you don't know that the evil is there. My time is running out. Uh, so what I want to do as I'm, cl I'm closing today, I want to remind you most of my teachings, you will get them on YouTube. Uh, if you just joined on the way, I am Bishop Margaret Kusuria Emmanuel. Uh, you put on uh, when you put when you're searching on YouTube, you search Bishop Margaret Kusuria is K U S W B I R Emmanuel. Uh, you'll get you'll see my teachings, my YouTube teachings, and then uh, I have written three books as I told you on Amazon.com. Uh, one of the books is uh, Three Main Gates to Your Destiny. You'll see it. It's still you just inside Bishop Margaret, Kusumira Emma. You'll be seeing another one is Secrets of the Heart. These are very, very powerful teachings. And then another one is Your Sight Determines Your Destiny. Otherwise, God bless you so much. Uh, I will pray with you in a minute. Uh, in a minute, one minute, let me pray with you. Whoever is sick, touch where you're sick. If you have a sick person, just mention that name. The blood of Jesus is helping everybody. Father, in the name of Jesus, I submit every child of God listening to me and whoever has heard this message and whoever is sick and whoever is having a condition, whether cancer, whether, whether coronavirus or any sort of disease, any sort of situation, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke it right now by the blood of Jesus. We fail every failures in the name of Jesus. We destroy every destroyer in Jesus' name. Father, bleeding the blood of Jesus upon men and women that are sick in Jesus' name. I release the power of God to cause deliverance to that person who has a new problem in Jesus' name. Master, Terry, Russia. So 